0: What's your weird story?
1: Hello, Weirdsville! How's everybody doing out there? It is time once again for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. With me, Adam Beebe, one of your hosts. The other host over there, as usual, is Barry Johnston. Hello, Barry. Hello, Weirdsville! How How's it you? going, man?
0: Good, good. How are you?
1: I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, just uh, keeping up the struggle of everyday living. <laughs>
0: yep, yep. Here we are uh, in April. and yep. um, It's
1: crazy. It's crazy that it's April, man. I mean, yeah. this year has flown by. You know, last year was crazy long. Last March was a whole year into it, so oh. it should really be. 2022, by, no that's, by that standards. But, uh, but yeah, man, um, y- you know, I hear you just got back from having some adventures. What's, uh, what's been going yeah.
0: on? Yeah, I went to Tampa for um, a, a Nikito seminar, martial arts seminar, um, which is actually supposed to happen last year. So it's so mm. strange. Like, this time last year, I was supposed to be in Tampa. But, of course, we know that everything got shut down around that time. So... Um, so we, we finally got out there and, um, man, I tell you what, I was not ready for the humidity down there, man, you know, and it wasn't even, and they were telling me how dry it had been like, oh yeah, yeah this is dry. And it's like, oh dude, well, so where we were practicing out, they, they had a, it was basically, they, they built a, uh, a nice, a nice size, uh, metal building, and But there's no airflow. Like, they have a, mm-hmm. a big a big vent in the top with, like, a fan and then, yeah. like, some small windows. Yeah. But yeah. that first practice, man, it was like breathing through, a, like, a wet blanket. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. Yeah, I, I probably dropped, I don't know, five pounds or maybe more, well, um, there, which yeah, is great. That's
1: some, yeah, that's something to come out of it. <laughs> sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it was good. It was good. Uh, got to see some old friends and... uh got to eat dude i ate some great cuban food great oh, cuban yeah, oh it was so good man i had this some sort of um it was like a um it was like a stewed beef sandwich of some sort um mm-hmm. which was amazing then we had um some plantains of course got to do plantains which i love and um and then some of these fried they're kind of they look like a like a mozzarella stick but uh it's, and you can get all kinds of different ones, but we got uh, like a cheese and ham type deal. Awesome, awesome stuff. Drink some Cuban coffee, which was nice. Oh,
1: dude, yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? Very that, nice, yeah. That'll get you going. I mean. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's jet fuel. Was it one one of those that they serve in like, you know, the size of uh, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, the, you know, the small a ones. A double thimble, exactly. you know, or the, or, yeah, yeah. or the
1: little paper um cups that you used to get at like a McDonald's yes. or Long John Silver's where you squirt and you fill it with your ketchup. Yep. That little size thing. Yeah. 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 And then it's like, and was it sweet or is it yes. just coffee? I Yes. I got
0: sweet because I like, I like that. I don't do that all the time, but it was a, but it was a, um, 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 what do you say? It's a, it was a treat. It was a treat. Yes. You know? Um, and I like that. I used to work for a Greek guy that used to make Greek style coffee, which is kind of like Turkish coffee. Yeah, um, yeah, Which you can, like, basically chew on. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, like, you get down to the bottom, and it's just all the coffee grinds and shit that, that's in there. But he would make it really sweet, um, and it was just so good, man. And it, One cup of that in the morning, and you are ready to go, man.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah. You know?
0: So, yeah, we had a great time. It was a good time. But it's nice to be back. Man, I don't travel well as an older guy. Golly man, I don't sleep well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that was Yeah,
1: a, I don't I've I've definitely gotten to the the age of where I don't sleep well if it's not on my own bed. Yes. You know?
0: Yes. Oh. It's just um Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. So but yeah. So I'm I'm g I'm ready. I'm ready to get back into it. Um we've got a great one today. A great oh. one.
1: Yeah, well, you know, we talked about it. Um, We had hoped that we could get this to to happen when uh, a couple weeks ago, and we did. So, you know, we talked to Mark from Wagner, um, or Wagner, however you would say it, there in the eastern Oklahoma. Yep. Um, We talked to Mark, and you know, he told us about his daughter and about the little girl ghost, possibly doppelganger. We don't know, um, but we we talked to him, and he, we were the whole time. Uh, you know, I think we were thinking, man, it'd be really cool to talk to his daughter. And he even said, you know, you, you, you should talk to my daughter. So he made that happen, and he, he told her, hey, I just talked to these guys, and you know, told him the story, and you should talk to him too, and you know, so so yeah, we've got Mark's daughter, Summer, on to tell her side of the story of the events that happened at that house that they lived in, uh, or houses that they lived in, I guess that uh, had this weird occurrence, but, uh, um, some of stories are not the same,
0: right? It's cool. When we get a chance to do this and we have, uh, two people telling their sides of the story, it's always a cool thing to get both sides. um, And it's just a strange one. And she is uh, such a great storyteller. Yeah. Um, She has, I mean, a great attitude about it as far as I'm concerned.
1: Definitely. Definitely.
0: And, uh, yeah, it was just great to hear her side of it. And it's, you know, so interesting that they were, uh, you know, not the same thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get into that here right now. Uh, Summer, thank you so much for joining us. What's Your Weird Story?
2: Thank you, Adam. Thank you, very yes. All right. Thanks so much for having me. Um, all right. So I want to preface this with saying that my dad's experience, his story, was quite a bit different than mine. Okay. Um, his seemed to be... From what he's told me, because most of what he experienced was, I ha, did not experience the same thing. So his, um, was more benevolent, it seems. And what I experienced was a little bit more malevolent in my opinion, I think.
0: <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Yeah. Wow. I'm so, yeah. let me just say that I want to make a comment here because <clears throat> when we get the chance to do these follow-up stories, um it's such an interesting thing because now we're hearing the other side of the, of the story. And when you hear one person's side of the story, oftentimes you can't put the entire picture together as actually what's going on. And so I'm so excited for this and we've been talking about it off air, Adam and I have. So with that being said, I can't wait to hear what you've got to say because Adam Actually has a theory also about this. And so let's get into it. I'll right. shut up now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my dad, when he would see this little girl that he calls my guardian angel, I never saw that. I've never seen that ever. I have never like felt that growing up as a baby, never felt that like presence that he and my mom both experienced. Mm -hmm. Um, What I experienced, I think so starting when I was probably about, God, I had to be about maybe six. I was pretty young And I, like my dad said, me and my brother's bedrooms were upstairs and mine was kind of situated between both of theirs. So mine was in the middle. And when I was little, I liked to sleep with my door open. And I think it had something to do with like, just uh, a feeling of more closeness to my brothers or something Mm -hmm. like not being shut off from them. So I like to sleep with my door open and I distinctly remember this one night that I was, it was nighttime. Everybody was asleep and we usually kept like a lamp or two on somewhere in the house. So there was always like a little bit of a glow coming down the hallway um, that I could see from my, uh, from my bedroom. So nothing was ever like completely pitch black looking outside of my bedroom door at night. And um, I remember I was asleep, or I was almost asleep. I and I, I turn over to face my bedroom door, and I open my eyes, and there is a figure standing in my doorway and it fill a dark figure and it fills up the entire door frame right yeah, like the wow. whole thing shoulder to shoulder like feet to feet to ceiling wow and i can't make out any like any it's just dark it's just like a shadow figure yeah. or whatever no details or features or anything that i can make out and it scares me to death so, I obviously, when you're a kid and you experience something crazy, your gut instinct to just like get up and run to your parents' bedroom. yeah,
0: um,
2: but it's standing in my doorway, so I can't see. That.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: so I just like threw the threw the blanket over my head and like just laid there until morning. And morning came around, and I tell my parents about it. Well, the I blanket, saw this, throwing
1: mm-hmm. throwing the blanket over your head is pretty much the second. Best defense uh, <laughs> a, a kid can have, right? Naturally, when it comes yeah. to seeing something that is spooky and scary. Oh, right. So yeah, so, exactly.
2: so I uh, I tell my parents about it, and of course my parents are like, "You were dreaming, or you, or it was your dad. Like your dad checks in on you every night, mm. so it was probably just your dad standing in the doorway, like." checking on you and I was like no no I was awake it wasn't dad I like I know that when you're a little girl your dad seems like a giant but I knew that it wasn't my dad standing in my doorway also it was unmoving it didn't do anything it was just there Mm. um Oh, they didn't believe me. And I think I saw it a couple more times after that. And from then on out, I decided to start sleeping with my door shut. And that was my like defense mechanism. Well, right. if I sleep in my door shut, then I can't, I will never see it in my door frame. Mm-hmm. And I I didn't ever see it in my, in my door ever again. I never saw it again. I always slept with my door closed. And the years go by and I, I stopped even thinking about it, right? You stop thinking about why you do things or why you started to do things. So I stopped thinking about why I sleep with my door closed. It just became second nature. Yeah. So years go by. Probably like mm, I was probably maybe thirteen at this point, twelve or thirteen. I've been sleeping with my door closed for years. Not ever thinking about it anymore. And uh I had a really good friend that my dad mentioned this um in yeah, his podcast. Yeah, yes, so. yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. <clears throat> but so it was a very interesting story what happened. So she uh she comes over to spend the night and I had a twin bed at the time. So we decided, Hey, we're both not going to fit on this twin bed. So I told her, I was like, you take my bed and I'll go downstairs and I'll sleep on the couch. Yeah. So I go downstairs to sleep on the couch. And, um, the next morning I wake up or yeah, it had to be pretty early and I go upstairs and she's, she's still saw my room, but she is wide awake, freaking out.
0: Oh wow. She's
2: like, She's like, Summer, I have to get out of here. I'm never staying here again. I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go home. Wow. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, what happened? And she said that in the middle of the night, she rolled over and opened her eyes. And she saw the exact same thing that I used to see as a little girl standing in the doorway. Damn. Because she didn't sleep with the door closed. I didn't even think to tell her, hey, <laughs> With the door closed, she left it open, and she described the exact same thing that I used to see as a little girl. And I never told her about it. I never told anybody about what I used to see. Wow. Yeah.
0: And now, what? Thought, wow. At what age were you at this time?
2: I had to be like twelve or thirteen. Okay. I
0: think. Wow.
2: Um. So it was quite a few years later down the road. Um, <laughs> wow. Like man. I said, I never told her about it, but she described the exact same thing that um that I saw, and she had slept with the door open. So i I'm, wow. I'm assuming that that's.
0: That's what happened. And then your and then your dad said that she would never spend the night again, right? She was like
2: Yeah, so she would come over, but until I got a bigger bed that where we both could sleep on it, she wouldn't spend the night with me anymore. Wow. Yeah. So wow. she was not gonna stay in that room alone anymore. That
0: is freaky, man. So was forget- this was this is this thing like like pitch black? Like darker yeah. than dark? yeah yeah,
2: just just pitch black and it's in the shape of a human. like you can make out a head and arms and legs, but nothing other, nothing more than that. Um, and wow. after that, i I mean, nobody else ever said anything about it. I never experienced it ever again. Um, that that was the last of it right. from that house. So right. for that for that particular thing.
1: Sure. We've heard um we've heard stories about uh, shadow beings or shadow mm-hmm. people before they're fairly common mm-hmm. um believe it or not, I don't know if you've done any like digging mm-hmm. research or anything like that, mm-hmm. but they are usually they have that kind of you know that they that foreboding feeling they do make people feel very uncomfortable and very um, scared and mm-hmm. that's typically how they.
0: How they work. And they're, often, so they're they're often large in stature yeah. like, like like what exactly yeah, like, like what you're talking about like mm-hmm. which is just wild. I mean, yeah. the fact that you never said anything to her and then she sees the same wow. thing, it's kind of like validation probably to you. it's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm not crazy here like there's something weird that yeah. is Wow.
2: And it was kind of, for me, it was like a moment of, I told you so to my right. parents. Right. <laughs> they did not
0: believe me. They it's,
2: did not believe me.
0: What's funny is because we know the story, your parents mm-hmm. were both seeing things, not telling yeah. each other. Right. But... And then sort of like the fact that they're like, I get it, you know, because you don't oftentimes like when weird things like that happen, you don't want to open yourself up to like, if I admit this to myself, then I'm saying that some weird shit can happen. So I'll just pretend like it doesn't work, which is very, very Oklahoma Bible belty kind of a <laughs> way of thinking, you know, let's just yeah. brush it under the rug. We'll pretend like it doesn't yeah. exist mm-hmm. until it does exist, you know? Yeah.
2: And, um, I really don't believe that what I saw was the same thing that my parents were seeing either, just from what they've described to me and the feelings that they used to get from it. It doesn't seem like it's the same thing.
0: I'm wondering, like, cause Adam, like, like I said, he's got an idea too, but I'm wondering if, 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 if it maybe was something that was playing a little bit of everything. I don't know. I'd- I
2: actually was thinking about that a couple of days ago when I was just, I actually was yesterday after I listened to my dad's podcast, I was thinking about um, my experiences and his, and I kind of had that, that idea too that maybe it is the same the th- same thing that's just playing different roles or presenting itself differently to each yeah. member of the family.
0: The way yeah. I and I say that because of the way that it was like kind of at your door and then your mm-hmm. dad would see it like go up the stairs or whatever. I don't know. I just I I don't know. I'm I'm an idiot when it comes to this stuff. So I'm just like totally <laughs> spitballing but
1: mm-hmm. I don't know, to me it doesn't seem like that they would be the same because mm-hmm. one was definitely more, you know, one the little girl was more playful, mm-hmm. you know, and kept running away, you know, and was, you know, targeting, you know, your parents or allowing your parents to see it or whatever. And but, you know, they didn't feel any kind of any kind of negativity, any kind of, they, you know, they thought it was odd, but not odd enough to mention it. And they certainly didn't seem scared of it,
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: but, you know, but, you know, shadow these, that shadowy figure like that, where, you know, it's just intimidating you, you know, and, and your friend and, you know, like that's a whole other kind of, you know, modus operandi that's different. Completely. That's not playful at all. Mm -hmm. And if that is playful, then that's a jerk. But you know, but that's (laughs) not. That's not. That doesn't seem like it would be. Like it was a playful thing. And also, it was stagnant. It was just Mm -hmm. staring. And and again, that's a kind of intimidating kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas the other thing was like kind of running through, and um. And Barry keeps talking about my my theory is uh, I thought about this after we talked to your dad. And actually, I didn't come up with it until like the day we before we were releasing the episode. Um, and I I wonder if because the little girl looked like you in the like whenever you went to the dance that the, this, which is the most like just astonishing part oh, man. of that story. Mm-hmm. Which is just yeah. still just amazing. But I wonder if. Like somehow, like if she was a doppelganger mm. um and I don't know if you're familiar how familiar you are with the, the story of doppelgangers and stuff, but they're kind of like um you know they're like a a spiritual twin, basically mm-hmm. kind of a thing, and I think it's that's I think it's from um. The, it's from the Scandinavian countries because obviously, you can, with the name doppelganger, you can mm-hmm. kind of you know put it over there. Um, but it is this kind of like where people will see you or a version of you, um, and then but it's not you because you're somewhere else mm-hmm. altogether. Right. You know, or it's a kind of weird ghostly version of you, Mm -hmm. and with the fact that all of a sudden you show up and your hair is set in the little curls and the the same dress and everything, that makes me wonder if somehow it was a weird, I don't know, some potentially a doppelganger.
0: Was there, do you remember, was there a motivation for you to to dress that way? Or was it just, I mean, were you just like, oh, this would be cute? Or your mom was just like, we'll dress you up like this, kind of an idea, or...
2: Yeah, so um, I, th- I don't think there was any real motivation behind it. I remember going uh, going dress shopping, and my mom like helping me pick out of dress, but I don't remember why we picked that one. I don't right. remember why we did my hair that way. I yeah. don't. I think my mom had more say so over it than mm-hmm. I did. Sure. Um, but there was no nothing that stood out about that night at all to me and my dad didn't tell me any like I didn't know this story until years and years right. later oh. so that whole night I had no idea wow. like my dad never let on that anything like that it was a normal night for me like a wow. normal daddy daughter date night with he my was,
0: dad your dad's yeah. a good dad uh, yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. yeah he did <laughs> Meanwhile,
1: the right thing while well, you know, <laughs> well, putting up the everything's cool and Uh, all Mm -hmm. that he's meanwhile you know he's he's a he's on hiding garden pooping his pants right
0: yeah (laughs) wow
2: (laughs) I had no idea it was a normal night for me
0: that is interesting that is uh, Mm -hmm. you guys if you have not heard his episode please go back and listen to it because that will clue you into kind of what we're talking about and it's it's one of the more bizarre stories that we've had on here we've had some pretty wacky stories for sure but this this is up there this is this is definitely up there
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, like I said, never saw the little girl and I don't, my, my dad never experienced anything outside of like what he told you either. He did call me before this podcast and, uh, let me know that, he was thinking about it a little bit more and he remembers when he lived in that house that he used to wake up randomly at like two or three o'clock in the morning consistently, which is something I've heard like many times from different people that being sure something. The
0: witching hour. um, Yeah.
2: Yeah. Something like that. Just like waking up on the dot. Um, But other than that, he like, that was his story and it seemed, you know, his story was pretty like lighthearted, I guess. And yeah, um, and what's interesting to me is that we built that house mm,
0: right.
1: that
2: we lived in so it's not like there's no history behind it there it, were no people that yeah. lived in it before
0: us it doesn't matter really that's what we found that's we we've, okay. we've talked to many people that have lived in newer homes mm-hmm. that ha- and, and and we keep we sort of you know the the, the native americans um often believed that um these entities um inhabited you know inhabited the earth before we were around mm-hmm. and some of these places just are for whatever reason hold more energy if if it's by water or other th- stone or rock or these things can hold you know I, again, I'm not an expert. I'm just totally talking shit here. But um, but it's interesting because it, it does. It's kind of like, okay, well, I can understand how an old structure would have, you know, um, ghosts and, and things like that. But when you're talking about new construction and things like that, it's the only plausible thing I could come up with mm-hmm. is that there was something... There in the area before any of that kind, con- and who knows, breaking ground and and working the dirt, and maybe it stirs up. You hear people cleaning their house, ha- you know, or or re- or const- you know doing things constructive things to their house, and and kicking up these these ghosts and things. Maybe it's the same thing with with the soil, and I don't know. Just a thought, but.
2: Yeah, like more so some type of residual energy yeah, than right. like actual ghosts in the sense that we think of them.
0: Yeah, because I mean Civil War battlefields are are just rot mm-hmm. with ghosts. I mean, uh, uh one of our earlier episodes, we had a, a a fascinating uh lady came on and told a story about visiting old uh, Civil War battlefield um uh, areas and just the wild stuff that 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 she came across. So you know, like, oh
2: yeah, I can imagine.
0: You know, and in Oklahoma I, and all the history we've got here. You know, mm-hmm.
1: so I wonder though, is, did you ever, did you ever play with a Ouija board?
2: So, I think my mom was very against Ouija boards. Uh-huh. She had a weird experience when she was a teenager. So, uh. She, When I became, like, a teenager, this was past when my friends saw the thing in my doorway. Um, I was probably, like, 16 at this point. My friends and I got a hold of a Ouija board, and my mom actually, like, forbid me from bringing it into the
0: house. Right. (laughs) Probably a smart move. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, So there was no, like, Ouija board or seance or anything. I never tried to, uh, like what's the word conjure um, or uh, yeah contact. yeah exactly i never tried to like bring anything up out of the the dust <laughs> right.
1: Did you ever do like um like light as a feather stiff as a board um
2: or like the, the Lady mary the, the, the Mm -hmm, Yeah, I I don't think, actually, that my friends and I never did it at my house. I remember doing it at, like, my other friends' houses, but I was always too scared to do it at my own house because I knew I would never, like, be able to go to sleep after doing (laughs) something like that (laughs) in my own bedroom. So, no, there was nothing ever that we tried to do um, in my house. But there was another really crazy story um, when I was... I was probably about 14 at this point. Um, And this was probably the scariest story for me personally that I experienced growing up. Um, It was during the summer, and I normally stayed home alone during the day during the summer. I had, like, gymnastics practice for half the day, and then for the rest of the day, I'd just be home alone doing whatever. And uh, to give some context, so... Our, our stairs were quite creaky and in a way that it was very distinct if somebody was walking up them versus somebody walking down them. Like it was very clear the noise that they made, mm. like if somebody was going up or down and it was quite loud, like creek wise. Mm. Um, and one day I was home alone and I think it was in the morning and I our, uh, the upstairs bathroom was right at the top of the stairs. So like when you walked up the stairs, you, the bathroom was right there. Like you could walk straight into the bathroom door. So I woke up one morning and I went to the bathroom. I closed the door. It's quiet. And I'm like, pretty sure nobody's home. It's just like a normal morning. And I hear somebody walk slowly up the stairs I can, like, hear them creaking, like, the stairs, like, boom, 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 like, up the stairs, step by step by step, and I am, like, frozen, because I'm thinking, "Mm, I don't think anybody's supposed to be here, and now it sounds like somebody's at the top of the stairs, right Mm. outside the bathroom door. Mm. So I, I don't think I had my phone on me. I was just in there and I'm like frozen. I have the door locked and I sit down on the ground and put my ear against the door, like just trying to listen. If anybody's walking out around on the, like the landing up there, I don't, I don't hear anything. I wait like probably 10 minutes in the bathroom. And then I hear somebody walk down the stairs. Whoa. Like I hear the stairs creak, like walking down and we had a bathroom under the stairs, um, like Harry Potter style, like that little yeah. like alcove, right, that little yeah. cutout bathroom. Yeah. And um, I hear that bathroom door slam shut. And I'm still in the bathroom upstairs. So, so I heard somebody walk up the stairs and then walk back down the stairs. And then I hear that bathroom door slam shut. Oh my. So at this point, I like gather up enough courage to run to my bedroom, grab my phone, text my parents. Is anybody here? Like, am I home alone? And uh, they're like, no, we're not there. We're at work. Like, what's up? And I let them know what was going on. But I, um, I was like, well, if there's somebody in my house, I need it. I gotta do something, and and I'm also thinking, am I going crazy? Like, yeah. I, yeah. yeah, and I don't want to make too much of a big deal out of it because I don't know what I'm really ex- like. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. Um, I'm in my bedroom, and I grab like the the heaviest thing I can find, which is a trophy with a marble base on it. <laughs> and I don't know what I was thinking, but I gathered up enough enough courage to like walk down the stairs and i stood in front of the bathroom door for probably another 10 minutes before i opened it and there was nobody in there and yeah, wow. i'll never forget that one either that one also gave me such a like a negative feeling whatever it was it didn't seem it didn't seem a, a positive or anything like that yeah, so
0: sure wow that was
2: a real weird one that i' no. forget.
0: No now is this the house that your dad said that he had set the recorder up and recorded a bunch of stuff so it's the same house Yes yeah. mhm wow Yep
2: yeah, same house and he actually reached out to the his buddy that did those recordings, and um that his buddy's gonna look and see if he can find those recordings oh. because my dad never listened to him, listened to them, sure. like he said, and I never heard them. I was a, a teenager when they did that, I think, Um so I have no idea what was on them. But uh, apparently, there was something on them.
0: Wow! Wow! That would yeah. be yeah. so be so cool. If you yeah. guys, if you get them, mm-hmm. um. I mean, I have, so I do all of the editing and stuff, the audio work Mm -hmm. for our stuff. And I would be curious to maybe try to analyze them a little bit. Oh, yeah. If, you know, if that were possible. But um, I know that's, you know, asking a lot. You got to find the tapes first, but...
2: uh, Yeah, he's going to...
0: That'd oh, be, I'm sorry. He's no, going to no, take a look. Cool. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Wow. And
2: then uh, if we find them, I'll definitely forward them to you and you can sure. take a look and see what you think about them. <laughs> oh, my gosh,
0: man. Um, okay. Now, now, let me ask you this. So, and you maybe I don't know if this is something, this is a topic that you were going to talk about, but mm-hmm. now the home, is it that home that is still in your family's possession?
2: Yeah. So, my, my cousin lives there now. And my cousin, they have a couple little girls, mm-hmm. uh, probably around the same age I was when I first saw that shadow figure in my door. Yeah. And I actually reached out to her to ask if they've experienced anything in that house. <laughs> and uh, I, I texted her and just casually and said, you know, just thinking about it. Did you ever experience anything? Um, and she was like, Are you effing kidding me? I just spent the last half hour convincing the little girl that there are no ghosts in this house.
0: Oh my
1: gosh. Oh. Yeah. oh my gosh.
2: Uh-huh. Mm, oh. So she goes, on, she goes on to tell me um, what happened. Uh, she was like, She's so adamant that there is a ghost in her room. They're both terrified of the attic. Uh, the room of the little girl that she's talking about is my, my old room. Oh
0: my Lord.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're both really afraid of the attic. The one that my dad put the recording in or the recorder. in. Um, and they both apparently think that something's in, in the house. They think that there are ghosts in there. She also let me know, she said, when I'm home alone, I hear what sounds like someone walking around upstairs. And sometimes I swear, I hear a man talking, like yesterday, I was in the bathroom, and I swore I heard the big garage door open and the door to the house open and close, and a man say something. It was way too early for my husband to be home, so I finished up quick, and no one was in the house. The girls were in the backyard, and they said no one pulled in the driveway.
0: Oh, my Lord.
2: So they've, they've experienced some weird things wow. there, too. Mm-hmm.
0: Dang. And, um...
2: I haven't lived there since I, I mean, I moved out when I was 18, so I haven't lived there in a couple, quite a few years, well, quite a few, four years,
0: <laughs> Right.
2: but, uh, and when I was a teenager, like when I got older, I, n- I, I never experienced anything anymore. This was all like probably up until like 14, I think was the last time I ever felt like something was weird in the house. Sure. Um, and was I going to say um I know my dad thinks that has something to do with that piano um that's like his theory that there's some type of like connection with my with that piano that's in my family um I never felt that way I never felt like a weird energy around it um but that's an interesting theory because we really have no idea what it is or where it came from is it still
0: there is the piano still there
2: no, actually, it's in my mom's new house. Okay, so okay. that's what makes me think that it's, and maybe it's not the piano because the piano, my mom has taken it with her as she's moved from house to house. So, um, and in the current house that she's in, I've been there and I have never experienced anything weird in that house. Um, and I'm not sure they have either. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, I, don't know. I hate something. to, I, I maybe this thing's drawn to kids. I don't know. I'm just yeah. saying, and that's it, that's a little scary. That's a little I'm scary, gonna, but
1: well, it could also be that you know, I mean, kids are more open to it, you know, because right, they don't have as many, um, the world to them doesn't have as many solid constructs, um, and on how things are supposed to be, how yep. things are. And so, you know, you, y- y- you know, it might just be that, uh, they're more open to perception because they right. still believe in, ev- you know, uh, they'll, they'll believe in everything until they're told not to essentially, right. you know, mm-hmm. that this isn't real and stuff like that. So,
0: right. You know. And the fact that, that you say it was about 14 when the thing stopped, it's like, mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense. Cause that's the time when you're as a teenager, you're starting to figure your world out and becoming an adult, and you're letting go of childish ideas and, and that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. But that doesn't explain uh, the fact that your parents
0: saw the, I know. the little girl. I know, man. <laughs>
2: yeah. And I mean, they didn't see it for my forever either. I yeah. mean, my, I think yeah. my dad said when I became got close to my teenage years was the last time that he saw it too so it very well could be something related to that um but I have no idea I never saw the little girl I never like felt the little girl I always kind of got a bad vibe in the house or Mm. when I would see something or experience something I always got more of a negative right feeling from it um my parents seemed to not be afraid of whatever was in the house so, wow. Have
0: yeah. you ever, have you ever said anything about this to any of your friends or? Yeah. I've told
2: a couple <laughs> of my friends about it. Yeah. Um, I remember when my dad first told me like what he, he and my mom experienced when I was younger, I told like my closest friends because I was trying to make sense of it. <laughs> right. I was like, cause I felt like it was connected to me. Like it has some type of, connection to my identity as a human, as, I don't know, it seemed so important to my parents when I was growing up. Like it was such a, like my dad said, it wasn't something that, you know, we sit around and talk about at dinner or like holidays or anything like that. But it seemed to me uh, important. I don't know how to word it, but just important. So I, I have told some friends about it. And then, you know, when you're ever like sitting around talking to your buddies or your friends and you start bringing up ghost stories, I'm always like, well, I kind of got a weird one. so <laughs> <laughs> I like to, to tell some people about it. But um,
0: is it met with a, with approval and uh, understanding? Or is it, uh oh, you know, is it? uh. This is weird because the way that's what we find is like a lot of people come on here. Like your dad is a perfect example. He does not mm-hmm. talk about this stuff. He made that mm-hmm. perfectly clear from the get go. I don't talk about this stuff. This kind of shit does not happen to me. I didn't want mm-hmm. this to happen to me. And so I'm going to come on a podcast with a bunch of strangers and tell my story, you know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I think the, the people that I hang around that I've talked to are definitely more uh, open to, like, hearing it or understanding yeah. it. Um I've never really been met with any like criticism for it. I also think my dad and I have a little bit of a different like perception around it because for me, it was something that I grew up with for my dad. It was something that he experienced as an adult for the first time. So it's been a little bit more a part of my reality for my whole life um, versus my dad, like experiencing it later on in life. So, um, it's, it's less something that I am more like he, I think he is more, uh, cautious of explaining, sure. telling people about it for me. I'm like, well, this is, this really happened to me. Like, let right. me tell you about it, because I think it's interesting. So oh, yeah, it's yeah.
0: that's, that's, uh, that's really underplaying it. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> your story is pretty unique. I mean,
1: yeah.
0: as well, far as, yeah, we're concerned.
1: Yeah, yeah. both of your experiences are, are unique, you know, and in fact that, you know, while they were having this, their experience that they kept from each other for the longest time, and you were having your own thing that, you know, they discarded once as a nightmare and mm-hmm. then, you know, left, you know, I mean, yeah, and, and something else is still going on there, you know, obviously, so I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. You know that the, this story really it reminds. So we did a story a while back about we had a we had a we had one of our friends on tell a story about the house that he grew up in was haunted, okay, by this old man, and once this once that episode went out over the air, one of our other friends that we grew up with heard it. And they got in contact with one another, and it come to find out the house was haunted by her grandfather. Whoa! And they put it together, and this, this, I mean, this reminds me of that in that way, where it's like you're, you know, now your cousin is living at the house, and they're experiencing the stuff that you you know, grew up with. And it's just like all these tangled sort of stories and everyone living under the same roof and having these experiences and everyone, your friend coming over and everyone sort of validating each other's experience. This kind Mm -hmm. of stuff is so strange and it's, we don't know how to process it often uh, times. Mm -hmm. So to have somebody go, Oh yeah, you're not crazy. That, you know, is happening.
2: Yeah. And I think, I don't know what it is, if it is a house. Because when my parents first saw the little girl, we actually lived in a different house. Right. Yeah. And then it like went over right. to that one when they built that house. Mm. But none of us have experienced anything after living in that house. Like I haven't experienced anything outside of it. My dad hasn't. Like yeah. I I don't think my mom ever experienced, and I've asked both my brothers, which is interesting, and they never experienced anything in the house, nothing. Wow! And my brother, my my one specific brother, lived in the room, like, of the attic. So the attic was like a door in his bedroom. Oh wow! He experienced anything at all. Interesting. So I don't know.
1: (laughs) Some people, it seems that we've come you know through our, all of our conversations with with our guests and friends and everybody on here that it seems that some people have like you know a, an ability or a gift or something where they have the they can perceive these things they can they somehow have the a, a way to where they can you know their awareness is there and then there's people who are like like me who are just completely you know ghost blind like nothing you know <laughs> so <laughs> it could be that he's got that that your your brothers are just ghost blind or that you know maybe all sorts of crazy stuff were happening to them but they were too busy playing uh you know like Think mm-hmm. a PlayStation or something, you know, <laughs> yeah. to, to notice that there that there's a floating severed head behind them or something. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good
2: point.
0: <laughs> that's true. I don't think my boys would. Uh, I don't think they've got that. You know, they're they're too in their too into their games for sure. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that if, if you had seen anything or felt anything since, you know. But sounds like sounds like you have have a pretty uh, clean break from all that so
2: yeah nothing not even the last you know four or five years i lived in the house do i ever remember experiencing anything and definitely not since being out of it um and another it's also kind of weird because when i think back i mean i lived in that house for the first 18 years of my life. And I don't remember having a consistent negative feeling in the house. It wasn't something that was always on my mind. Like it wasn't always in the back of my mind. I didn't really feel unsafe there. Yeah. Um, it was just every now and then, like something weird would happen. There would also be times when, like, I'd go in my room and, like, some of my drawers would be open sometimes. But uh, I don't know those right. things. It's like, okay, it could be my brothers messing with me. Right. Um, I, you know, it's where yeah. like my closet door would like creak open a uh, six inches or something like that, and yeah. it's like, is yeah. it the house settling? You know, th- yep. I'm I'm skeptical when it comes to these things for sure. But they those yeah. two stories that I told her unexplainable in my in my eyes. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely.
0: Definitely. <laughs> wow. Awesome. So good.
1: <laughs>
0: well, we, you know, we we're just we're thankful for people like you that, you know, and your dad that want to, you know, or or don't mind coming and yeah. talking about about this stuff because I know it's it's unsettling and sometimes you don't want to talk about stuff, but when we heard his story and he kind of mentioned that you know, it would be cool if you talked to her. We are kind of like, yeah, let's do that because mm-hmm. we got to hear the other side of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he, 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 your dad really made it happen. He, he like, uh, you know, set it into motion. And then we were talking like immediately. And we were like, okay, we're going to have this done. So, yeah, we were excited uh, to do this. And I, like I said, um, you know, and we had some great feedback uh, already uh, from his episode, you know, mm-hmm. so I know that you're, they're, A lot of people are gonna hear yours as well, your stories as well. So
2: Yeah. I'd be super interested to know if anybody else in the world has experienced something like my dad and my mom did. Yeah. Um growing up. I would I would love to know if if that's if that's real for anybody else. So (laughs) that's
1: that's the real head scratcher. That's one we've been thinking on, you know, like we you know, we can't think of anything Mm -hmm. really. That I like that. It's, uh, uh, you know, the closest that I can come up with would be, you know, like seeing like some kind of a doppelganger kind mm-hmm. of thing or, you know, just some I mean, or something that, you know, a uh, 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 like Stephen King would write. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, it, the, the fact that it twists a turn like that and, you know, it, I mean, that just shows you that truth is stranger than fiction,
0: you
2: know? And oh, so. Yeah. My dad actually, he was like, we should write a book. Like we should yeah. write a, <laughs> a a nonfiction book and yeah, like, tell our story. Yeah. I was like, you know what? That would, that's not a bad idea. I yeah. think that, that would be interesting. So maybe we'll get around to that one yeah, day. <laughs> that 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 would,
0: that would be amazing. And, and, uh, and when that happens, you're going to mm-hmm. come back on and you're going to promote the book and oh,
2: absolutely uh, <laughs> <laughs> We'll send you a signed copy <laughs> That's awesome
0: Thank you so much, Summer, for coming on mm-hmm. Yeah, thank this has you. been
2: great Absolutely, I, I really enjoyed this um, Thank you for having me and my father
0: Of course Of course <laughs>
1: dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there.
0: I mean, you can never own enough clothing.
1: Well, it's true, Barry. There's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff
0: that's so cool man
1: so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on Instagram to ours or Facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors. Say, Barry. Yeah. What's the
0: weirdest job you've ever had? God. Yeah. That's a good question. It would either have to be the time that I worked at a cattle feedlot or the time that I worked for a Greek painter. (laughs) Were you model? Uh, not quite. You know, it's funny because
1: one of my weirdest jobs was being a model in art school, but it was portraits, not full body nude. The reason I'm asking is because those jobs may be kind of normal, but we know people are out there that have weirder jobs than that. Maybe you're a mortician. Maybe We are scientists trying to bring back the dinosaurs or the woolly mammoth.
0: That'd be cool. That would be
1: really cool. If you guys out there have weird jobs, unusual jobs, crime scene photographer, maybe you worked at an adult educational film set. If you know what I mean. Just something that's unusual, out of the ordinary, and, you know, a little bit weird. Hey, those are cool stories, too. We'd love to hear those. So give us a call or an email or whatever. You know how to get a hold of this. Be part of the community of Weirdsville. Yep. Dude. (laughs) Yeah, man. I mean... Mark's story was really cool. You know, it was a strange thing that seemed kind of uh, you know very beliv- benevolent. You know, I, I, I don't know. That was that was having trouble coming out of my mouth. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Mark's Mark's stories was 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 nice and kind of you know cutesy compared right. to to the, the yeah. shit that went down in Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which mean,
0: is yeah, it's wild. It's wild. Which is weird, because yeah, well, I can't. I think it's also weird because um, it was never really spoken about. Obviously, I mean, it's yeah. that's a weird subject to broach, anyway. I think, yeah, yeah. especially with well, a child, you know, you don't yeah, really want to go there.
1: Yeah, and and you know, coming from our area, like they do, um, we know how people will um, if it's not normal. If it's not if it's anything atypical, you know, and strange and outside the norm, people tend not really to talk about it. You know, they don't tend to really talk about a lot of these weird stuff. Obviously, that's why we love hearing this weird stuff and put together this show. So it is in a way, it is it makes sense that everybody kind of kept to themselves about it because, right. you know, they didn't want to be thought of as crazy. They want didn't want people they even in their family to be you know what is he what's wrong with him what's right. going on you know or dismissed outright you know because just summer said she you know something she thought she saw something but they were like oh you just dream you know it's just a nightmare because you would tell that to little kids of course yeah you know yeah. just to say that no there's no monsters under the bed
0: right right you know, there's no scary yeah. shadow doorway yeah <laughs> even That's though not Yeah, even though there was for her, which I feel bad for because she's like, oh my God, like they don't believe me. You know, I mean, of course, and it's not her, it's not, it's not their fault, but, um, (laughs) but she was experiencing something completely different. Um, which is quite interesting to get that side of it because, you know, of course, Mark's side was, oh, you know, this cute little girl. And, and the weird part about the whole thing is when she dresses up. Uh, And we asked her about that, you know, we're like, what were you thinking, you know? And she's like, I don't know. It just kind of happened, you know, and which is kind of interesting That's an interesting side of it, Um, you know, but, um, but so cool. And she really has a a pretty positive spin on it for Mm -hmm. the most part, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, looking, she can look back on it and be okay with it now. Right. Which is good, you know? Um, But it, it is wild though.
0: It's wild that her because, friend saw the same shit.
1: Yeah, you know? well, that too, and that scared the shit out of her. And she never stayed the night again, until there was a, a double bed, so because she wasn't going to stay in there alone. Yeah, but also the fact that both Mark and uh, you know Mark had mentioned you know maybe she should she should call get a hold of her cousin who lives in the house now. Yeah, yeah, and see if they've seen anything. Yeah, or man. Or how she texted. And, uh, the cousins
0: said, I just spent three hours or whatever. Yeah.
1: You know, try to convince these kids that that there is nothing here. Oh my gosh,
0: man. That is crazy.
1: There's something there in that house.
0: Yeah. And how do you explain it? You know, like she heard, she said at one time she had heard the door open and close.
1: Oh man, that would be.
0: And like rustling around in the restroom downstairs or whatever that was. And it's wow, man. I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's just crazy.
1: And you're at an age when your imagination can still run away with you really quickly. Yeah, you know, because even adults that can happen too. If something you hear something strange at night. Oh sure. Or but when you're, or or when you're supposed to be by yourself on alone. Yeah. You know, and you hear something unusual that shouldn't be there—a sound, or you know, footsteps, or something like that. Yes. The doors opening. You know, yep. your imagination is going to run away with you really quickly. And yeah. I think that's probably part of just our natural, you know, fight or flight yeah. defense. Yeah. But still to be, I mean, the fact that she worked up the courage to go downstairs. Yeah. You know, and try to and defend herself with that. Was it like a little trophy or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Kudos. Yeah, so good on you, Summer. Yeah. For being brave. Yeah. So, throughout all of it. But for, for sure. That experience,
0: for sure. Special. So cool, and obviously, um, you know we're 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 thankful to get these types of stories where we can kind of we can do a little you know a little probing and kind of get that other side. Uh, we're so th- happy when we get people that want to do that. You know, oftentimes somebody will tell a story and then the other person involved may may not want to do that, and we understand that. But if you you know, are able to do that. It's really cool to get the other side. We've had that a couple of times here on the podcast and it always turns out to be so much fun. And she was so much fun to talk to. She really was.
1: Thanks again, Summer. It was a blast. And, uh, thank you everybody for tuning in, uh, downloading and listening or however you found us and are listening to us. We appreciate you doing that. If you're a new listener, thank Thank you for joining us. We hope you like it. Please stick around. Uh, We got tons more coming all the time, every week. Something new, something interesting, something wild. And uh, so, you know, we really appreciate all of Weirdsville. And uh, as always, if you have had a strange experience, if you have had a... uh, Ghostly encounter, or you've seen some strange lights in the sky, or you know, maybe uh, your next door neighbor turned out to be a career criminal or serial killer, or you saw Bigfoot while camping or at the mall, uh, whatever you know, whatever kind of weird stories that you've had. Uh, And we would love to hear it. So please get a hold of us and join us on the show. You can write in. Uh, your story and email us at wywspod at gmail dot com, or you can contact us through our various social media outlets. Uh, that's uh, we're on Facebook, we are on Twitter, and we are on Instagram, which is probably you know where I'm most active. For us, um, reach out, let us know, contact us. You know, we'll talk. We can we can either bring you on the show or we can read your story. On the show, we're going to have our uh, voice of the listener, Mr. Jeff Hubbard, special correspondent and resident Bigfoot expert. It's been a while. We need to get him back on here. So send us some of your stories to have him read. And, uh, you know, hey, everybody, get out there and get your vaccine so you can go back out into the real world and join society once again and have more weird experiences.
0: Absolutely.
1: All right, Barry. Well, glad you made your trip round trip there and back safely. Uh, looking forward to more of what we do here on the podcast. Absolutely. Uh, next week, we're going to have something. Next week's going to be a little bit different. We're going to change things up just for a, a break. It's been a really intense year so far yeah, with yeah. all these amazing stories. Yeah. So we're going to have another fun one next week. Um so it'll be uh, well. You just have to uh, you'll you'll have to check it out. So uh, we'll see you then. All right, take it e- take it easy, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Be safe. Be weird as always. If you have a weird
0: story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast
1: without your invaluable contributions.
0: Whether it's sharing your stories,
1: listening, rating and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be safe, be weird.